my soon-to-be new studio with my partner in crime, David Solomon in Montreal. I, I got to tell you, I want everyone to sit back and relax because this is not a political rant today. This is about racism, okay? And I'm going to let my partner, David Solomon, give the introductions because he has got so much to say and I'm going to be quiet for a change. David, give us 10 seconds. Hey everybody, David Solomon here with Stuart Brisgal. And Stuart has got a little bit of noise in his area, so we apologize for a little bit of the noises they're trying to fix his new quote unquote office studio. My topic today is really not about politicizing anything, but is why, 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 once again, why the double standard in society when it comes up to something called racism. Now, let's take a step back, folks. One year ago, almost to the day, we were dealing with an extraordinarily difficult situation where African-Americans were furious with the complete mishandling of George Floyd. We have a trial going on right now talking about it, and I don't care really where you stand on this. Not relevant. Let me get to my point. It's also not relevant whether or not you support, agree with Black Lives Matter, the movement, or any of those movements. Again, not the point of today that we could debate another time. My problem is how society has handled racism. Now, if you recall last year, the absolute anger, frustration that quote unquote boiled over in the African-American community and in Canada and around the world, where people were furious and protested against the treatment, the police brutality, as they called it, everything else. Again, not the point of this topic today, but how things were, the response was by society. Kudos to the WNBA, the women's basketball, who decided that they needed to take a stance and cancel games to bring attention. Kudos to other athletes who did the same thing to bring attention. Kudos to people who wanted to march to protest. Kudos to the non-violent methodologies that were put in place. Again, I'm not going to get into the whole violent part, but kudos to those that wanted to draw the attention in the right place. Has changed occurred? That's for you to decide. But the attitude that the athletes, entertainers, and a variety of other people had was kind of refreshing, kind of. I was pissed off at those who took advantage of the situation to present themselves as woke as you know l people who were looking for some sort of recognition whether you're in social you know you know whether you're public or in private but at the end of the day the conversations were had what should be changed how should we change it and so on and so forth and again kudos to those that took the right approach here we are march of 2021 one year later we are stuck at home many of us Yes, the Americans are, you're getting vaccinated, you're lucky, you're out. We're going further and further back. We're worse and worse in Canada. But what happened in the last year? A massive increase towards the Asian American, Asian Canadian, Asian European societies blaming them for COVID. I could care less where you stand on your approach to Donald Trump. This is not Donald Trump. This is pure unadulterated ignorance 
Stuart, you're like, I got all that noise behind you, buddy. Uh, all the unbelievable ignorance by people going after the Asian American community. Now, here's the funny thing. We lumped Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, we lumped everybody into one big pot. And we called, we, and the racism against them is unbelievable. To the point where last month, unfortunately, Asian Americans were targeted in this disgusting spree in Atlanta, in which several were killed. It's disgusting what happened. But they were already living in fear. And again, no reaction from the media, no reaction from sport athletes, no reaction from the entertainers, all the woke people. Where are you, folks? Where are you to make your comments? Where are you to talk about that this is wrong? Please, you might say it's not a big deal. It's just a lunatic, a crazy person. So it doesn't merit that kind of reaction. Are you kidding me? There were 3,800 incidents reported last year towards this one community. That doesn't include anti-Muslim anti-Latino, anti-Filipino, anti-Jewish, anti-anybody, just the Asian American community. There are almost an equal number in Canada. It's ridiculous. Oh, don't tell me this is new. Hey, no. Accordingly, we've been going on for decades. In fact, there's been scapegoating even at the university level. So don't tell me that this is ignorance. Only the you know people who have no mind, people who are uneducated, bull. I call bull. The BS eater is running off here. Stuart, I'm going to go on a little bit more, but throw in your two cents worth, man. Am I crazy? Or no, or, you, no, you're not. There. I, I don't know if you can hear me well, but no, you're not. I got to tell you that I have a friend that I grew up with. Uh, his name is Peter Shinkoda. He's a Japanese uh, individual, grew up with us in Montreal. He is an actor, and he has been talking about racism in Hollywood uh, to possibly even the detriment of his career at some points. And he was talking about this, and I'd say of some very good friends of ours, you know, we, we didn't really understand it because we didn't really see it. And I, I got to agree with you that there's been a lot of positive things that have come out of all of this insanity. And it's basically for us to understand what other people might have felt. And you're right. This isn't a political rant today. This is about society and waking up that there is systemic issues that aren't going to be solved overnight. And I think that the mishandlement at the government level is, you know, both parties or even in Canada, all five parties, you know, Canada, the U.S. and around the world. There, there needs to be some normal barometer. It's not one group against another, which is how the media likes to spin it. And they're very blind. For example, here in, in Florida, there was an unfortunate driving accident where a, a black female killed a 10-year-old boy in Sunny Isles, Florida, last name Resnick. And uh, believe it or not, the, the woman stayed and, 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 and confessed that I accidentally, you know, vehicular manslaughter. There were people rioting in the streets. It didn't even make the newspaper, which is kind of sad. But I'm kind of happy in many ways because it was an accident. No one did anything intentional. And that's the way unintentional acts are supposed to be taken care of. 
Unfortunately, the media makes money off of virally making it the newest, latest, and getting away from the problems at hand and promising. And these activists, I'm sorry to say, only want money. Like well, you talked about all these groups. But you know what? I, I, I'll tell you, if that would be the case, then the media itself would have absolutely gone after, you know, enforced some sort of movement, change or whatever. But my point of all this is the hypocrisy, the double standard that is. You know, for many, many generations, folks, in the highest institutions, there was an Asian quota, a Jewish quota, in the best institutions, Harvard, Ivy schools, they, they promoted it. But so that's been proven to be a very bad concept. Of you course. Know, even, even if you look at Howard University, which was created on the basis that black Americans didn't have a chance to get a good education, you know, was founded on the right concept. I have nothing against Howard. I think Howard's a great institution. It, 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 it has created some great scholars, right? But the fact of the matter is the entry level has changed and it is not fair and you can't make it fair. And, and I think it's from the grass up, it has to grow. And but, but again, let's, let's go back to what I'm talking about here, folks. And that is, I want to understand, when you have a murder like this, murder in, in Atlanta, and no response, none from the community. Jeremy Lin is an NBA player. He used to play in the Toronto Raptors. He's floated around the NBA. He's the first Chinese-American to make it to the NBA. Went to Harvard, by the way. And has said that there has been systemic racism within basketball, with fans, with what have you, and nothing happened. Did anyone change their jersey? Nope. Nope. Hey, nope. did they put a name on a back? Nope. nope. And it's, so very sele- it's very selective. And the people that are influencing this are not doing it altruistically. They're not doing it because they believe in this. They believe in money. And people are convinced that it's altruistic. They want to make a better world. You know, where is Hollywood? Where Nowhere. are all these social Nowhere. elites? Where are all these technology elitists? Hiding. Where are they? Why are they hiding? hiding. You know why they're why? hiding? Because it's no. not woke. It's not a pu- look. The thing is that, and I'm wondering. You know, I'm not saying all, but a year ago, they stood in some form of unified way to to fight, to combat racism. But they told us, no, 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 no. This was only about the the black community. And so we all, all of us minorities took a step back and said, okay, we believe to end racism. But if you want to take the forefront, go ahead. Let's hopefully affect enough change that there will be an impact on the other communities. One year later, nothing. And the fact is, is that when I hear, and I could care less, don't call this white supremacy, please. It's not, it's not. Because that's for media ratings. Because the communities, the different communities aren't good with each other. Okay, so when I have a Nick Nick Cannon, hold on, when a Nick Cannon stands up and makes a comment, you know, an anti-Semitic remark, and it goes unpunished, he isn't thrown off like Roseanne Barr was thrown off of TV. You understand that there's a double standard. Always been. And that in, in, in society, we have a double standard. So if today it's woke 
to be protesting on behalf of the African-American community, okay? And that's what you think is the only thing that's important, then shame on you. But we need to eliminate racism. And the way to eliminate racism is not by using ignorance as the excuse. And don't tell me, well, we're waiting on the media to do it. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna fight every battle. I have to fight my own battles. I've dealt with racism personally to my face in my life. I face it still on a regular basis, okay? I live in a community, not in my community, but in a province that has no problem single me out as a Jew. They come and say, oh, so there's Schrift in French. That's the Jew. They single me out. Why? Be don't give me ignorance. This is culture. This is mentality. This is upbringing. Hang, 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 hang. David, David. But not only are you Jewish, let, let, let's, let's give you all the strikes in this sense. Jewish, Israeli background, and you're English. No, and I'm yeah, white. You got three. And I'm white. And you know what? English. I'm going to tell you something. That's when the fourth it, strike. When it's convenient, when it's convenient, I'm being told you're, you know, you're either white or you're Jewish. I have nowhere to escape to. But again, we're evading the topic. And the topic is the media's double standard. You know, with all due respect to CNN, with all due respect. You know, this was the headline on a CNN, you know, feed. The year America confronted racism. Ah, it's a joke. Really? It's a joke. Really? You know, none of these guys. Oh, listen, no. you, you, you know, no. hang on. I, I, met, I met a guy and knew a guy, and may rest in peace. His name was Rabbi Seymour Atlas. He actually learned with Martin Luther King and marched alongside with Martin because his synagogue was across the street from his church. And let me tell you something. What I learned from this man, may he rest in peace, was what we find today would make Martin Luther King and all of his contemporaries that fought for something that was real more than anyone else for out any money and any notoriety, which is the big differentiating factor today. Where is Al Sharpton? Where are these guys? They are about their pocketbook and power, where the people that, that led them into the land in which they are were about helping and making things but right. There are, there are people who are politically trying to take advantage of situations. But here's what I'm talking about. I'm, the politicians be damned. I'm asking where the athletes are. Where are the entertainers? Where are, where is this, where are the protests? Where are the big marches? Where is, is anybody kneeling during the national anthem? Because of this? No. Are people putting changing their jerseys? No. You know what? Hang on, David. I want to put a challenge out there. Find me one professional sports player that's gonna write on their jerseys, Asians Lives Matter. No, don't how about no, no, they don't won't go there. Don't go there. It's not only that, and you know what? It's not only and, and again, we're not gonna talk about political movements, but no. all lives matter. I argued you. right. right. argue that a year ago that all lives yeah, matter. But, but, but you hang, on, hang, on, hang on a second. I'm I am told, because I have many friends that are not white in South Florida that work for me, and I was told that that is a racist slur. All lives matter to yeah. them. And you know, look at it like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. You know what? Grow a pair. Get off the goddamn, like, sorry wagon, okay? And stop telling me that that's a racist slur, okay? I'm not demeaning you. Uh, I am telling you. No, no. I, I'm telling ev no, I'm telling everybody as a minority, okay? 
My life matters because I watched innocent people die in a synagogue because someone walked in with a sh- with a gun and killed them because they were Jewish. The same thing, unfortunately, happened in a in a church in South Carolina. The same thing is happening at spa and a spa. It is not. Don't give me the crap you that can. someone's it's- lives matter more than mine. All of our lives matter. It's not I, a racial slur. It's it's a point where I know we're at the we're at the clock, folks. I would love to see part two. two. I, I think would, we need part two. Okay, look, here's the thing. I'm putting the challenge out there. Where are you, all you folks who ranted and raved a year ago? I challenge you to do the same thing for the other communities. They need your help. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bid you a fun afternoon. As Stuart is like trying to cut me off here, but on Friday, folks, we're going to go after another tough topic. Yep. And that is this whole controversy of transgender and sports. We've reached a point where are we making it fair or do we not care? You know what? I, I want to reach out. I'd love to see if we can get like a Martine Navratilova to jump on this. Uh, I well, would like, I, you if know, anybody I, has contacts with her, that'd be great. I would right. love to bring her on. Guys, right, David. noon Friday Eastern. Looking forward to talking to you all then. Have a great day.